another exhilarating performance in the NFL Week 8. Yes, that's what they call NFL Sunday. Any given Sunday, you saw the spookies. It was Halloween. Well, there were some spooky performances. The Derrick Henry situation. The Bengals losing to the New York Jets and Mike White. We'll talk about that. We'll also be getting into last night's game. Is it more bad Chiefs or bad Giants? I should say, is it more about the Chiefs? Or is it just the same old Giants? Also, can we be seeing a back-to-back repeat team playing in the Super Bowl in their home stadium? And we'll give you our top 10 list. Keys to the City is next. Yeah. Keys to the City, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we are locking the statements. Streaming every Friday. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So you can follow, like, subscribe, or share on all social media platforms. Instagram, Spotify, YouTube. And at Facebook. What another, like I said, exhilarating performance in the NFL. A lot of unexpected performances, I should say. Who would have thought in this week we'd be talking or seeing, leading the NFL in passing, Mike White. 400 yards. Cooper Rush. But, hey, that's what happens in the NFL. It's any given Sunday. We've seen it all, all in this entire NFL season. We'll also be talking about, like I said, Repeat home team playing in the Super Bowl? It's never been done before up until last year. Could we be talking about two straight years? I don't know. But with the move of the Rams, I don't know. It's going to be tough to stop that team right now. And then it was Halloween on Sunday. So there was some spooky performances by the Cincinnati Bengals and poor Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry going out for the entire season. A huge, huge loss for the best most valuable non-quarterback in the entire NFL. Was really looking forward to Sunday night's game between the Titans and Rams. Kind of loses its flavor a little by losing King Henry. But we got to start off with last night's game. This was a golden opportunity for against, once again, the New York Giants in a wide-open NFC wildcard race. I'm not talking about the NFC East because we all know the Dallas Cowboys have a firm, firm grasp of the NFC East with their impressive performance, impressive win, on Sunday Night Football against the Vikings. This is more about the wild card situation. It's very top-heavy in the NFC right now. You've got the Rams, got the Bucks, got the Cardinals, the Packers, the Cowboys. All great. Have been exceptional. Have been the top tier of the NFL. Then you get in the bottom. After the Saints, we should be starting to talk about the Saints as a, a contender with that defense, even though they lose. And Trevor Simeon, another guy. Who would have thought Trevor Simeon? Back playing well and gets a victory, a much-needed victory for those New Orleans Saints. Brady can't figure out the regular season Saints. He gets them in the playoffs, can't figure them out in the regular season. But this is about a chance to go 3-5. and five. You get an impressive performance last week against the Carolina Panthers in a wide-open 7 seed currently in the NFC. And the New York Giants, well, once again, as we've talked about for quite some time, not just this year, not just last year, not – previous years this has been going on for the new york giants throughout their history it's the same old giants is it or is it the bad chiefs that's what it comes down to because last night's game there were golden opportunities there were opportunities for the giants to really take 
advantage of those missed opportunities that were in hand, that were given to them on a silver freaking platter by the Kansas City Chiefs. We talk about it each and every year, guys, it seems like at this point. I don't know what to make of this team. It's not surprising of last night's performance because I know people are like, oh, I can't stand it. Why do they do this? I'm not surprised. I have no reaction anymore if I have the Giants lose these games. I really don't. Joe is the is that the cartoon? <laughs> Joe's not happy. I don't know if he's not happy with the Giants' performance or he's just not happy with the noise in the background. I can't tell. Until we're going to start off with is last night's game. I'll start with whoever wants to speak. We know Ted loves to speak, but so uh, uh, can I go? Let me just go first. I, okay. I, listen, is, I, I explain. Chiefs giving them opportunities, or is this just the same old New York? Football? The Chiefs ran 77 plays last night. The Giants ran 56. If you give Pat Mahomes 77 chances, he's going to hit on a few. You you have to know that. Again, we, we've talked about how, how basically handicapped Daniel Jones has been all year. He had 21 less opportunities than Pat Mahomes to beat him in Kansas City. Impossible task. 34, 38 to 25, 22 time of possession. Big time failure there. Again, defense played pretty well, Ted, but they were on the field for the majority of the game like they are each and every week. In those 77 plays, Pat Mahomes and company, they averaged 4.8 yards per play. That's pathetic. So the defense played well. The offense did no favors to this team. They held Kansas City to five for 12 on third down. These were all things I talked about being important. They had three sacks. They got to turn over. Again, I'll talk about this undisciplined team uh, in a second, dropping multiple interceptions. Uh, well, dropping one and then and then blowing another one on a stupid penalty. This team is constantly self-destructing. He coaches like they're five and two, not like they're two and five. I mean, give me a break. You've got nothing to lose here, dude. Why are you kicking field goals? Again, look, Elijah Penny, guy gets the ball, what, eight times a year? And that's the way he reacts. That's the discipline that you're getting from Joe Judge. Like the Giants. Another are costly win. penalty no costs you a turnover. This team is undisciplined. They don't play smart. That's what Joe Judge supposedly brought to the table. Joe, if that if that's what he brought to the table, his grade is a big fat F. This is I'll, I'll get one step further. This team has been immature. I hate to say it. Since the day they drafted, since the day Odell Beckham Jr. had that one-handed catch, this team has been that same similar type of team since then. I hate to bring in Odell Beckham Jr., and he's been off the team for a couple of years now, but it feels like when they lost Tuck, when they lost those guys, O.C., uh, I know Eli was throughout all those years, but Eli was never the loud speaker. He was never the vocal type leader. He was always the quiet type leader. He did his play on the field, and he led his team on the field. It was more about Justin Tuck, Strahan, guys like that. The Giants haven't had that, and I felt like that all went away when the Giants made a move, like going against, going to get a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. It's all about the the highlights. It's all about this and that. It's all about the celebrating. This is what the New York Giants franchise has been, and it just added to when you got McAdoo, who's become uh, yeah, but, but Elijah Penny. 
Yeah, no, I know, but this really? is really this is how Dude, this I mean that, it, that's chaos. I, I understand if if a young guy like Kadarius Tony does it, right? You're like, oh, okay, yeah, he's a young guy, kind of learning his way in the NFL. You know, I just Judge feel will like talk this team has been the same veteran. Team. It's been the same type of team in the sense of losing and the sense of their maturity level. No matter who the coach was, even when Coughlin was there, they were still immature at the end of Coughlin's tenure. It just feels the exact same and, and where we are currently in This is a loser franchise. Yes, Ted. That's it. We're 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 the Cleveland Browns of the NFC. We're, the, we're, the Detroit, we're like the Detroit Lions. We're lucky we got four Super Bowls. We are a losing franchise because losing franchises find ways to lose games. Winning franchises, when sh- I'll use the correct word, when things go wrong, they fi- they still find ways to come out through the other side of the hole or whatever you want to use as a reference. Okay, they still find out to come through the clear on the other side of the the mountain. The Giants last night played Giants football. They played well on defense. They made some nice play offensively. They held. They the ran team. the ball effectively too. I thought at times. Absolutely, they didn't give up a touchdown to the Chiefs in the second half. And then Joe, as you reference, and listen, I talked about it last week. I ended the last Friday show on my statement saying, and Joe, you agreed with me. I said, if the Giants don't get blown out by more than ten and a half points. There's more issues with the Chiefs than are with the Giants. We know what the issues are with the Giants. I don't need to relive them. I will in a second. But the issues with the Chiefs are Mahomes fundamentally is really poor as a quarterback. I understand we love everything that he does. He's exciting. That throw we had to Tyreek Kill where he's throwing off the side, baseball throw. Oh, yeah. 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 Hits Tyreek in the hill on the catch. I mean, in the middle of the chest. Listen, it's phenomenal. It's highlight reels. Highlight reels don't win you football games, gentlemen. They don't run the football officially enough. They don't execute their offense. Everything was Hail Marys all the time. Do you realize that if Mahomes wanted to, he could just check the ball off to his running backs and tight ends all day, but he doesn't want to do that. They want to get big chunks. He likes to take chances. And if you want to go back to the Atlanta Falcons game last year late in the season when Atlanta went into them and beat them, they have yeah. not been offensively the same team. Systematically, the Falcons found something last year that everyone has replicated, and now the Chiefs don't know how to get out of it. They're not a good football team. I, I listen to something today. They're not a good football Everyone's like, they're so good. Where are they good at? Yes, they have Travis Kelsey, who got shut down last night. Yes, they have Tyreek Hill, who's the fastest man on the planet, other than Usain Bolt. And yes, Mahomes is a superstar. Other than that, tell me where their second best receiver is. Tell me where their running back is. Tell me where where they're efficient at. They're not efficient team. They're in trouble. Their next three games are Green Bay, the Raiders, and the Cowboys. Could be all losses. They have the toughest toughest schedule going forward. The Chiefs didn't play a good football game last night, and they gave every opportunity for the Giants to win. Joe, you're right. 77 plays. You can't give opportunities to a team that – just better than you. And the Chiefs are. You read Joe Judge's statement. We have to eliminate the mistakes. No shit, Sherlock. Right. Been, that's your job. What were you we, doing all week? Not eliminating the mistakes? I mean, we've been saying that since effing day one. We can't allow a team to have extra opportunities. No. No kidding. We can't rob ourselves of opportunities. No, I mean, who do you think we are? Idiots? We know that. We know that. Perfect example of what the Giants are all about last night, all right? You play a pretty good football game for the most part. Not great, 
but played well enough to win. And actually, I said in our group chat last night, the Giants should have won that game last night by more than seven points. Okay? We'll talk about the play quick, and then I'll early in the first half. You're down 14-7. It's third and four. Even I was listening to Strahan and the Mannings podcast at that time because I wanted to listen to Strahan. We run a two-yard route. Why do we run a two-yard yard route when you've got to get four yards? Run five yards, come back because you know you're going to get hit from behind, and catch the ball and let's get a first down. You get two yards. If I'm thinking you're getting two yards, you're going for it on fourth down. you got to score touchdowns. Then the late in the game, Eli Penny, great run. We point first down like we're six and one, like we're the best. Who are we? You're you're a joke, bro. You're not even a starting running back. You're a bench player that comes off and gives us fourth and one runs. You're pointing. You gotta understand the situation. Situational smart football. Smart teams and smart players make right decisions. You listen, I don't care if you're pointing first down. Go in the middle field where there's no one around and do it. That's not smart. Well, how about football. just, just go back to the huddle? I know that. Jeff, I, Jeff, I said that last night. I screamed last night. Again, play with ball? some sense of urgency. Get yeah. back to the huddle. You got momentum. Now's not the time to dance. Here's, I mean, you suck. This team sucks, and you're dancing for what? Yeah, I know. And I waited eight minutes, okay? Then second and seven. That's Joe, good. We need, to wait. we need to keep you on Shut hold. up. Because my analysis and breakdown of the Giants is where everyone else is at. Because I can break Wait, it all down. I know that. Like, we're, all, we're all beating a dead horse right now. We hold on, hold on. This is no, no. What, hold on. One more thing, Ted. Here's the thing. Help me out here. Because what did Joe Judge say about, about all the penalties and mistakes last night? We got to, we got to what? We got to clean that up. Yeah. Joe, Joe, we said that three weeks ago. We said right, that listen, we did that's what I'm to say. December, December 5th, 2012, Giants played on Monday night against the Redskins. That's who they were at the time. Um, I just, the, the, they played Washington. The Giants had nine penalties for 73 yards. The next day, Tom Coughlin used the word shocking, a shocking amount of penalties. He was angry about it. Again, this disciplinarian is an idiot. Yeah, we gotta so, clean that up. You say it every week, and every week you guys do something stupid to blow a game. Guys, now, last night, now, last and, night. And, and ultimately, Teddy, like you said at the beginning of what you started saying, the Giants continue to play Giants football, which is to try to not lose the game. Exactly. And, it's and that's a, why you're two and six. You get, you drop passes when it's second and seven. Darius Slade, it hits you in the hands. Trade him. Goodbye. I've seen enough of the enough of guys, that. Guys, because we're literally just... Hold on. Then it's, listen, this is what bad teams do. You drop a pass, then it's third and two. The way the Giants were running the football, like you said, Trev, could have got the first down, right? We go off sides when we pick off Mahomes. Another thing, we didn't we see that before? Wait, oh, Dexter Lawrence went off sides when we could have won the game there. Then you look at the two-minute drive. It's just the culmination of 10 penalties, bad execution, undisciplined, leads you to a game where you should have easily won that game and you failed to do so again. This organization is a failure. You can blame it on Daniel Jones. You can blame it on the coach. We got guys hurt again. Shepard hurt again. Another guy that can't stay on the feet. Darius Slate can't catch the ball. Offense line has not improved since Gettleman. This is a disaster. And listen, look at the bad teams for all those years. The Bengals, the Browns, the Jets are still bad. The Lions. It's like a it's like a uh, avalanche. It just continues to grow, and as it gets farther down the mountain, it just encompasses everyone. And the Giants right. are a bad team. You can blame Joe Judge. 
But it's 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 got to stem from the top. It's got to be other coaches, the assistant coaches, discipline. It's got to also be on the players. Once in a while, you got to look in the mirror, and and do the right thing. Look, realistically, we can uh, Joe. I'm going to count you though, but we realistically can have an hour show just on the Giants. That's 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 where it's it would mostly to. be what we're saying, and it would mostly be angry. I want to just say one yeah. thing uh, on. about the Chiefs. <laughs> I don't believe the Chiefs are going to make the playoffs this year. My my Chiefs Super Bowl. Cut them now. They well, are not winning. It's, it's glad we said that because Friday we'll, we'll, we will be going back into the NFL and talking about midseason recap. We are at the almost the midway point. I know there's 17 games, but we will have our predictions. We'll have surprises, disappointments, and we can even give a new Super Bowl predictions because it looks like all three of our Super Bowl predictions may – I mean, one side may be true – but the other side definitely may not be coming true, and that's the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll talk about that all on Friday, so stay tuned for that. All I'm going to say is finish up. We're just beating a dead horse. We're beating up on a dead horse right now because it's literally the same thing we've been talking about, kind of like how we were talking about the Yankees throughout this entire season. The same issues that stemmed from day one stemmed all the way to the very end. It's happening again with the New York football giants, but this has been going on for years now. I could even say it relates to the Yankees, too, because the same thing's been happening for the years for both teams. It's just the same thing each and every week or each and every season. That's why they're a bad franchise. That's why they've been at the bottom of the food chain for a while now. And that's why they've become a laughing stock. And that's why, like, here's my final point. Can I ask you a question? Do you think it's weird that Dave Gettleman has brought in all inexperienced coaches in his tenure. Oh, I mean, how do you figure? Like, Jason Garrett. Well, because, no, no, I mean head coaches. At the and, time, I mean, because other than McAdoo, really Shermer, I mean, nobody's really had experience. So and at that's... the time, McAdoo was going to be a head coach, whether it was going to be the Giants or it was going to be somewhere else. He was eventually going to be a, a, a head coach. Shermer already was a, a head coach for the Browns. That was a quick stint with that. Yeah, not a good and one. Then, Joe, and I don't have yeah, a problem with and then judge was a new, because a lot of the great coaches have come as coordinators. Brian Staley, the coach for the but Chargers. Listen, this is this is New York. No, I know this but isn't listen. Detroit. This yeah, is but LA. Listen, LA, Philly. You bring listen. You can bring in assistant coaches. I mean, listen. Think about the most successful coaches in Giants history. Listen, the only two guys right with experience. Marcel didn't only, have experience. Oh, he did in well, college. He did. I mean, he came there with a reputation. He also got handed the job because of Ray Perkins. I mean, that very well could have been Ray Perkins that took the Giants to two championships in the 80s. He made the decision to go back to Bama. That was his bad, and it worked out for Bill Parcells. I don't see an issue. issue. Tomlin didn't have any experience when he went to Pittsburgh, and you're talking about an organization that's had three coaches in the last 60 years. I'm I'm talking about New York. I'm talking about being able to handle New York. I'm talking about being able to talk to the media, to be able to talk to the media and not have me call you an idiot. Well, I didn't call Tom Coughlin an idiot ever. Well, do we don't know how Eric Bieniemy would have handled if he was a giant? I'm just saying, like, if he was not advocating for Eric Bieniemy, I mean, I think the Giants, I think the Giants would be lucky to scoop up somebody like Mike Tomlin in the event he's let go this year. That oh, that's was, a giant guy. That's he was, I he was, he was the in New York. But the media would run with his headlines, but that they need somebody that can handle it. Right now, it's just the same old situation. My last point before we get on to a team that is going is going to be going extremely far into this season. When you have a team, you're playing against a team that has given up last in yards giving up 20 points per game the only time that has a team that scored lower to- point totals 
are the Washington football team. There's a problem when you can't score 20 points on this Kansas City Chiefs team. That's all I'm leaving it at. That's it. I'm what leaving it at that. Point? When you score 17 points against a defense that's been god-awful this entire season, that's an issue. They got to make major changes. I don't know what's going to happen. There's an hour and a half, or I think another 20, uh, half, 20 minutes. I think hour and a half. Four hour and a half left to the trade deadline. We'll see what happens. Don't know if the Giants are going to make any moves, if they're going to fire or sell. They're Doesn't not trading like everything. But on the, listen, on the bright side, this is a 4-13 and 13 team, and that, that first round pick is going to be, yeah. gonna be good. Well, we'll see what happens. Because along with the Bears is getting worse every day. Here's, no, here's my, hold on. You have here's my final that? take. Here's so you have faith in that? The Giants can't draft free. That's another. That's another thing. Yeah, the Giants have. Yeah, you say it's another. Oh, it's another year. It's another year where, oh, the Giants will get a top five pick. Well, but the listen, have- the Giants are. Look, there there's talent on the Giants. I don't think anybody can deny there's talent on the Giants. The, the injuries, the 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 terrible coaching, the conservative play calling, all the mistakes, all the foolishness out on the field right now. But the, the Giants' areas of concern are very, very clear. You could almost, you could almost not screw this draft. I mean, it would be really hard with two first-round picks not to address your offensive line and your pass rush. Well, we'll talk about all that. I mean, they're not stupid. That that's got to be the easiest thing in the world. But they'll probably end up taking a running back and a tight end or some nonsense. But well, we'll see. It, it it seems like this team could be on its way. And I, I again, I, I think it's unfortunate, but it's frustrating and I'm done. I don't want to say anything else about it because I'm just going to get pissed again. Well, that's so one. How about this? Ted? That's, our, Ted, that's, our, right now. Ted, that's for 21 minutes and 34 seconds. You're I'd like an hour to just scream about how much I hate. I, like I said, we right could talk, we could just talk if we really wanted to. We could have just talked right for the whole game, the whole damn show about the Giants for a quick 30, 45 minute show if we wanted to. That's that's where it was going. And I, I trust me, I, I I could talk to Giants forever too. I understand that. We got to get into other teams too. We got to get in to teams that are performing at a high level, not teams. About that- a team that beat the Giants' brains in a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah, uh, all right, see, I'm doing it. I'm doing, doing it again. We're going right I'm back right to the Giants. We can't I'm get sorry. away from the Giants. See, they're bre- they're breaking us hard. They're breaking our hearts. That's what they're doing. Just when they think they have us in, they let us go. That's oh, they got Vaughn Miller from the Broncos. Oh yeah. Well, the big Beat news the yesterday. Giants. The big news yesterday is, and we've been talking about going all in for many teams in the past, and this is another. This is the same old team that's. They just don't care about their future, and good for them because sometimes when you make moves like this, it eventually works out in your favor. And that's the LA Rams. Right now, the big trade of the entire trade deadline season has been the trade of Von Miller going to the LA Rams, which he will be wearing his college football number, number 40, and already a dominant defense in this NFL, and already a dominant all-around football team. You just added another legit pass rusher to this team. You look at this team right now in general against anybody on paper, you got to put the LA Rams within your top three, top two. Hell, you probably might want to put them at number one. They look like the best team in football currently right now. And I know you're looking at me crazy. That's fine. But no, I'm not. I, last I, year, I don't first, remember if I put them at one or not. I will talk about that. Can't, we, can't, we can't give a surprise. <laughs> the surprise has to wait for the people that are watching. Last year, we saw something historic. We saw the first time ever a team playing inside their home stadium in the Super Bowl. 
worked out to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now could we be seeing a repeat, not a repeat champion, but could we be seeing a repeat home team playing in Super Bowl 56 this year? I'll start off with Ted. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, All right, Ted, you don't want to be ready? No, you don't want to be ready? You want to stay on your phone? You no, to go. hey, listen. I got to go to plan B. I'm going to plan B. Joe, you can I was just that. trying to see if there was any updated trade yeah. deadline issues. Oh, I've been on the phone. No, I've been on the phone. Uh, come on, Shefty. Oh, listen, right now, I mean, the yeah, Giants are not Shefty right now. We're on up. Giants are not trading Evan Ingram. Watson's not getting traded. It doesn't look like Beckham's going to get moved from Cleveland either. All right. Um, well, I, wanna, let's yeah, talk yeah, about I, I would say from this, like, I told you last night, people were like, well, why did the Denver trade Von Miller? And I was explaining something why the Giants should do what Evan Ingram is. You're only going to get a compensatory pick at the end of the season because you're both not going to resign either player. So Von Miller was traded for a second and third round pick and said Denver would have got a fifth round and compensatory. It's a great move for Denver. They're not winning right now. You give a great player and a Hall of Fame player an opportunity to win another Super Bowl. He adds great value to the Rams. The Rams now team him up with uh, Aaron Donald and um, – and Floyd on the outside. You have Jalen Ramsey. They have one of the better defenses in the league. We know what type of offense I have. This is an all-in-win move. I think they have three picks next year. I think it's not, and they don't have a pick till like the fifth or sixth round, but who cares? See, this is the thing. Where in the draft next year are you going to find a Von Miller? Where are you going to get an impactful player like that? This is a win mode now. That's why they went for Stafford. This is where people are like, oh, is Stafford really that better than Jared Goff? Look at what Matthew Stafford is now, where your mindset is on Matthew Stafford this year compared to where it's been the past 10 seasons. You know what people should start good? People should give a parade for Matthew Stafford for dealing with the Detroit Lions for the past 10 years. Look, look, look at that team right now. Look at them. The that, really think about it. Jared Goff hasn't won a football game without Sean McVay. And Matthew Stafford looks like the best quarterback in the league right now. That's the difference between two organizations. One that's going all in and making the right move. Go, listen, that's why they're trading Deshaun Jackson because he's not good. I mean, Vance Jefferson. I mean, they're still doing it without Cam Akers. They got Sony Michelle. Their offensive line is top five offensive line. They've won the better defensive lines. Do they have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl? Absolutely. The only thing I would question is because the NFC is so highly stacked, you don't know which best team right now is. We, listen, this time last year, we did not have Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl. Trev, you were about another week or two away from saying oh, that. I was, I was coming. I was, I was on. I was you You guys thought I was crazy. You, listen, but you know what? Sometimes crazy wins. You were on the caboose, and you were starting to move to the front of the train. You were paying your dues. and then What do you mean paying my dues, front of the train? Listen, I'm, listen, the smart one. I'm the smart one, it seems like. You, you guys you're are missing just, the whole point. Guys, it's like, no, I know. You just got to follow the leader. It's, it's like the show, the snow piercer. The third class people go to the back of the train, the first class were you were in the back of the train, but you were moving up slowly on Tampa Bay, and now you're in the front of the train. You're riding that train, and you have been – who the hell's knocking on the window? Uh-oh. Mom's not scared the sh shit out of me. It's mom. She's, she's at the window. I'm like, well, what the hell? I'll put you off for so, a second. They do it? Yes. They have the formula to do it. They have the defense. Don't leave mom outside. Hold on one second. They have the defense. That scared me. Literally, I had the goosebumps. My God. They have the defense to do it. They have. Now they have the personnel to do it. Okay. They have the coach to do it. Health-wise, that's going to be the biggest issue right now. Kyle Murray just ready has a sprained ankle. Could be out this week, maybe another week. Will we look at that as a similar situation? How Dallas handled Dak's ankle? Do you rest him and and see what the progression will be down the thing because he's so valuable a team? Can 
Hold on a second. Jesus, mother and Joseph. Go, go get her. Go get her. I'll put you on for a second. Go get her. <laughs> Only him. See, I don't need to worry about that stuff because Ted's getting called by moms. But, you, Joe, you look at this team right now, and this team is clicking on all cylinders, defensively and offensively. And I know you wanted to see more from Matthew Stafford this year because he's been in that situation for quite some time. Well, he's been delivering. And I give teams credit like this, like the Buccaneers going all in and going to get a Brady. This is a Brady-type move in the sense of, like, going to get a Stafford, going to get a Von Miller. They know that their future is – they don't care about their future. They don't care about draft picks because they're in win-now mode, and that's what you have to do in situations like that. They're not content. Teams like this ultimately win in the end because, yeah, they might – down the road, they might their, – their, their dynasty, whatever they want to call it, will eventually fall away. Or break apart. But you got to also take into consideration. This is a team that's going to be competing for championships now for some time. They're not going away. So if they win two or three championships, don't you ultimately win all of that? Yeah. Instead of worrying about the future? Oh, absolutely. Listen, you know, Sean McVay might not be there in 2024 and 2025 when they're 5 and 12. And that's coming. (laughs) You know, I mean, ultimately, yeah, those days will come. It's going to catch up to them. But you're right. Listen, you've got a great team. Your defense is is outstanding. You went all in. You went out and got Matthew Stafford. And as I've told, I mean, yeah, you know, he's on my fantasy team. Uh, (laughs) I had another. Another four touchdown game. I mean, yeah, you're about you're about to lose that bet real badly. Yeah, I don't care. As long as I win that fantasy league, that'll <laughs> that's it'll, it, yeah. it'll it evens off, you know, that's in the end. That's farm, how it works. Fantasy, chicken. But farm. look, to, to me, this is, you know, I don't want to bring them up, but that franchise yeah. in New Jersey, I mean, here's where you go all <laughs> He's in. Bringing the Giants again. <laughs> you know, I'm not even bringing them up. I, I just said from New Jersey. Maybe I'm talking about the Jets. You don't know. Maybe you're talking about the Bills. I'm talking about the Giants. Um, <laughs> listen, this is the way you go about doing it. You go out there. You get the guys that you need. Oh you put on. Look at this. Happy Hi, birthday, Mom. by the way. Hi, Mom. Oh, thank you. Hi, everybody. You're welcome. We're getting interrupted by the peanut gallery. This is great. <laughs> no, she brought me. We got business to do. We got yeah, business like, to take care of. Trevor, like home alone, she brought milk, eggs, and fabric softener. <laughs> I have to go shopping. And toilet paper. <laughs> oh, and toilet paper. Bye, moms. Perfecto. Bye. Love you guys. Love you Love too. You. Yeah, I'll talk to you after. Okay. Hey, it's okay. We get my hey, mom's right. got to get some. That's the mom. That's the one that created these handsome ass gentlemen. That's the one. <laughs> Look, we were just talking Ted about the he. Yeah, like listen. Back, back to my point. Look, you know, you you had you had the 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 makings of a really good team here. You were a couple pieces short. You went out and and you got it. And you know, any situation they've run into really in the last year, they will expend the resource and go out and make it happen. So it's doable. It's doable. You can do this yeah. in the NFL. You just have they to have commit to it. And and they have the personnel and they and they have the right coach. And I tell you, if you're a Rams fan going forward, you gotta love where this organization organization is going. And 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 you think about the moves they've made in a couple of years. You know, you question the Jalen Rams giving up all those draft picks. Well, tell me this what, is what I was saying to Joe before you went away, and I want you to answer this question because it'll relate to what you're I'll answer to it quick. And yeah, thank uh, oh, well, we're gonna say we're gonna say my thing is is that yeah, down the road, they don't. Their future may not look great, but if you can win two to three championships, wouldn't you take that over the future right now? 
Well, absolutely. And here's the thing, and I think the way the Rams watched Tampa Bay do the same thing last year, bringing in Gronk, bringing in AB, bringing in bringing in personal like that. Bringing in Brady. Because here's the thing. If you're if you're a team like the Rams or the Arizona Cardinals, where you're, or, I mean, especially the Cardinals and like the Chargers, the teams that are paying young quarterbacks, you can go all in and make these moves. You know what I mean? Or if you got a Tom Brady who you're taking, you know, serious pay cuts. But the Rams are making smart moves, and there's not a guy right now that you're gonna go well. I got to wait till next year to draft. No, no, we don't want next year. We want now. We want to win now. We have the championship, our thing. We have the person. We have the coach. This is why you trade the first round picks for Jalen Ramsey because tell me where those first round picks go. Well, let, the Jags. Let's tell, hold on. Tell me, tell me the guy that's Jalen Ramsey caliber right now. Well, let's he's, also, he's not there. So you let's, trade because Von Miller is going to be like a relief pitcher. You're going to bring him on third downs crucial situations he's gonna i wouldn't play him or i would i would have him on a pitch count because i want him rest and fresh for no what the season what i wanted to finish off with two things is in all fairness this is the buccaneers a team that was probably a quarterback away from possibly competing for a championship because they had the talent the rams they were a playoff team already probably a couple pieces away getting getting a new quarterback and maybe just adding to the team the talent that they had in all fairness, there's a difference between teams like this and a team like the Giants or, or a team that's bad. They can, that or can't go all in because realistically, it's not going to work for teams like this that are this that are this close to performing at and winning a championship. Then you go all in with the man and mentality. So I don't like want if I was the Bills, like if I was saying, the Bills, I'd make a move. You know, well, the Chargers. I was just trying those to say are teams that I would make moves of, and I think this move also says. The Rams go, who are we going to play in the playoffs? We got to play Aaron Rodgers. We got to play Tom Brady. We got to play Kyler Murray. We got to play Dak Prescott. All four could be your one, two, three, or four in MVP race. That is the reason why you make a move for Von Miller. And I didn't want people to get confused with what I was trying to say. We're not just saying any team could just go all in and everything will be fine. And, of course and not. You got to understand the situation. But a, like, but a team like the Rams and a team like the Buccaneers who are, were that close make moves like that, and now look where the situations are. They're going to be competing for championships. The Ravens, the Bills, the Chargers. I wanted to ask you quick, Joe. Joe, I wanted to ask you quick, percentage-wise, what's the chances we see another home team in their home stadium playing on Super Bowl Sunday? Or I should say say the Rams, because right now the Chargers look like they're going backwards, and the Rams are going that way. What are the chances? What's your percentage? If you had them say it right now. 25%. Wow. Okay. Ted? That was where I was, you know, 25, 20%. Because here's the thing. I just said it before. The NFC is so highly stacked. The top five teams aren't so there. You can make an argument for all five of the top teams as the best team in the NFL and the best team in the NFC. Even though Tampa Bay, I want to see, don't talk to me about Tampa Bay this week. Tell me what Tampa Bay, when they're going to have Gronk and AB and their secondary back. Then let's see what you're saying in I'm five low. or six weeks about the Bucs. You know what I'm I mean? Low. The Cardinals, let's see them fully healthy let's see the rams with their personnel and then you know the green bay let's see them with Devonte adams and some of their pieces back. i'm going i'm going 45 percent. i think with that home crowd with that team clicking yeah, that's not a home crowd do you remember when they played dallas or the chargers play 
there it's well, like the, the, Chargers. the Chargers. There's nobody nobody likes the Chargers. Nobody I'm cares just saying, Chargers. look, with the, the, with the, with the Packers, Rogers, Packers, Cardinals, Bucks, the Saints are good, the Cowboys go, are good. Forty five percent. You think they're I'm, gonna roll yeah. over everybody? Not roll over, but I'm confident enough that I th- I, can, I don't see them rolling over anybody, but I could see them being in the situation and playing on Super Bowl Sunday. They're that Very talented. Well the and they're because they're just clicking all cylinders. They're not really there's not really a glaring weakness. And the one weakness that we thought was possibly their running game. And Darnell Henderson has been a huge bright spot for that team. So that's why I'd say they don't really have a lot of weaknesses. Kind of like last year's Buc- kind of like last year's Buccaneers team. They didn't have a lot of weaknesses going down the stretch, and it showed. And that's why they won a championship. I'm sticking with that with the with the Rams too. Let's get into. I saw Joe just kind of giving off the look. Okay, shut up. Hold on. You shut the hell up. You say forty. Anyways, so I Joe, I just he was a Bucks fan though. Don't, I don't, be, know what don't you're be a scum. Don't no, be an ass. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mute you because you don't shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I don't, care. Shut up. I, don't I don't care. You should care a little. It's a I'm show. trying to get I'm trying to get to <laughs> I'm looking out for you. You have time, but you don't have time. You have to go to work in a little. I'm trying to help your ass out. So shut it. We're good. I'm okay, already we're good. We're good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're good. We're good. We're good. I saw Joe a little while. Speaking of family affairs today on this show, uh, brought to you by Keys to the City Family Affairs. Ted's bringing out mom. I see Joe giving the stiff arm a little. Speaking of stiff arms, we will not be getting to see the great <laughs> stiff arm of Derrick Henry this season and much more of it as he looks like his season may very well be done for the year. It was a spooky Halloween for the Tennessee Titans. Even though they got the win, they ultimately lose by losing one of the best players in all of the NFL and the Cincinnati Bengals high and mighty after a huge win against the Baltimore Ravens come in and lay a dud. Yeah. They scored 31 points, but by the way, they gave up 34. So usually if you don't score more than 34 in that situation, you lose. So the Cincinnati Bengals ended up losing to the once one in six New York jets. Now the two and six jets something or nothing for either team, Joe. Um, that was a really bad loss for the Bengals coming off the high. I said a lot of nice things about them, particularly about did. their defense. I'm we going to did. take a lot of it back. Um, I, this could also just be one of those fluke games. I'll see how the Bengals respond to it, and I'll give you a better answer next week. As far as the Titans are concerned, I think you could end up saying this Julio Jones trade might be the best thing that ever happened to this team yeah, if because – they're going to have to throw the football a lot. Uh, I know they brought Adrian Peterson in and uh, they got that Nichols fellow. We'll see what happens, but AJ Brown's been outstanding. He's been, yeah, he's been on his hair. He has Yo, been outstanding. The Saints called off for Philip Rivers. And Phil yeah, Rivers. I could, I, and could I just see that. Phil Rivers said he, he would come back. Maybe they should call Breeze. <laughs> I'm curious why they didn't call Breeze. Why don't they call cam I'll t- i don't know i tell you i think there's cap why don't you call cam it's a it's, i'm telling why you why do we want to bring back old players because the nfl is yeah we know that's a bs excuse listen, they, they, a BS they, excuse. listen you can beat your child beat your wife you can get seven chances but he's other guys can't if, get the issue, if the issue is that he he's vaccinated, if the issue was the vaccination, he's vaccinated. So there shouldn't be any excuse as to why Cam Newton's not on an NFL team. Right I now. just 
That was I, I thought that was the main reason, right? Because, well, oh, for Sean not... Payton, for Sean Payton to say we're all set in the quarterback room, it's like, bro, have you looked in the quarterback room today? Yeah. You're not all set. You're not yeah. even close to all set. You're less than set, buddy. I mean, well, the I... Tight, here's my thing about the Bengals. The Bengals played they played to the level of the competition this week. They're playing the Browns this week, which is a huge test for both teams. The Cleveland Browns could realistically be four and five after the midway point. And the Cincinnati Bengals could be six and three. This is a huge game, a huge telling sign moving forward. Now you come off, and it just shows the lack of, I guess, maturity. You come off of a huge monumental win over the Baltimore Ravens, who you haven't been able to beat in years, and then you lay, and then yeah, they scored thirty-one points, saying, but you laid a dud. You played against a team in the Jets who had their third-string quarterback in Mike White, and he delivered for four hundred yards and had the most passing yards in the league. And huh? Yeah, well, only because they don't have a third string guy there. Well, Josh Johnson. Is that you had an opportunity? This is games you have to win. These are games that you look back when you come down and you're not the division leader, and the Baltimore Ravens have a one game lead over you, and you look back and you're like, how the hell did we lose to the New York Jets? I mean, well, so the Giants, an inspiring win. I just think this this isn't this isn't you know we talked about it last week how how serious you should take Cincinnati. I think somebody said maybe next year it was it you Teddy next year is a little more realistic. Super Bowl teams don't lose to the Jets. Joe, I'll agree with you. These two teams are the two teams that lost to the Jets that Trev has on the screen, the Bengals and Titans, which is pretty remarkable. Considering, hold on, consider you want to ask Joe a question. All I was going to say is is one quick point. I was going to say, Joe, I agree with what your statement is. I want to see how this Bengals team reacts this week, and we'll see if it's a more telling sign if they lose again to the Browns or if they deliver and they beat up on the Browns, then okay, we'll see. But right now, I'll agree with you on that. But I'll say this. Here's the thing. I said this last week about the Bengals. They are really good, but they're still a year away of maturity and everything because you got to learn how to win. All right. They, they've been a losing franchise for so long that you have to learn. How, it, it takes time. This is the NFL. This ain't this is not overnight success that you just think you're going to go from zero to 100 real quick. Um, the Bengals are a good football team, but they're not a great football team. OK, we've seen this already in the NFL. The Chargers got smoked against the Ravens or oh, the Chargers aren't that good. Next week, the Ravens get smoked against the Bengals. It happens because you get hyped up for a game a week before and then you have a downer week. I don't know why you would think they're mature enough as adults to handle it, but it's in the NFL. It happens. The Titans, I still have faith in the Titans. Derrick Henry is the most valuable player, not a quarterback in the NFL. But I think if you're going to talk about one team that really emulates their team, it's the Tennessee Titans. Tough, hard-nosed, like Mike Vrabel, if you think about it. Ever since that bad loss against the Jets, they've been on a roll. They swept the Colts this season. That's another big win they had this weekend on the road, considering Derrick Yeah, that was your only competition in the AFC South. Hey, by the way, don't forget, they were coming off a win against the Colts when they lost to the Jets. So, yes. So, here's a situation where Ryan Tannehill, you're going to have to earn your keep and your money. Julio Jones' trade is now going to seem that much more important because he's got to learn how to stay on the field and help me out, especially I got him in fantasy. I mean, Jesus, dude, do something for me. Do something because A.J. Brown is a beast, all right? I'm surprised they haven't made any other special moves right now, but they're the best team right now in the AFC record-wise. Now, without Derek, the record, they are the number one seed in the AFC, the Tennessee Titans. All right, just by record-wise. They, right now, are not a Super Bowl team without Derrick Henry. I think there's still an opportunity, though, if they can get the first-round buyer, get to the late season, that he will have an 
opportunity to come back late in the season, possibly division or AFC championship. Think about it. It's an extra week, 17. That that gives you an extra week of him rest. So they can get to the playoffs and somehow get through the first week of wild card in the second round. Maybe there's a chance for Derrick Henry. That's a humongous loss for a team that's been riding high and right now playing the best football other than the Buffalo Bills. But listen, it's the AFC is wide open. Spin the wheel like Wheel of Fortune and pick your team because that's how it goes from week in to week out. We've done this every week with the Rankins, the Bengals, then the Ravens, then the Chargers, then the Bills, now the Titans. Who's the best team in the AFC? Stay tuned. We'll let you know. Well, yeah, I, I, for the Bengals, yeah, I'm with Joe. See how they respond after in a division, a huge divisional game against the Browns. And then the Titans, yeah, losing anybody like a, a player of his magnitude of Derrick Henry. Yeah, you go sign AP. He'll get into the groove of things in the next coming weeks. But this is all on now. Tannehill, that offensive line, and those receivers. This is what you want to go trade for Julio Jones. And that defense is going to have to play that much more impressive throughout the season. Yeah, you have a 6-2 and two record. But are they the number one team in our AFC power rankings in the sense of are they the first team that comes into our top 10 list? And we're going to start off with our week eight top 10 teams. And I'm looking for the first time we all have a new number one team after the fall, the Arizona Cardinals. So we'll start off. I'm going to start off with my list. I'm going to start off with my list this time. So here's my top 10 currently in the NFL right now. I think you got the Cardinals way too well. That's how I feel. But it's fine. At the end of the day, it's really how you feel. That's, that's, that's how I truly feel about each team. I feel like the Rams are the most complete team currently in the NFL. I think the Cowboys, with the win that they had on Sunday Night Football without Dak Prescott, the way that defense played well, and the way that that offense found ways to win the game. Back in the day, we've seen Dallas find ways to lose games like this. They found a way to win. The Dallas Cowboys, to me, other than the Rams, whew, boy, oh, boy. That's a scary, scary-ass team to play coming with Dak and a full, healthy team. The Packers, another huge, impressive win with key components out. The Bills, I think the Bills are the – I say the Bills are the best team in the AFC, right now especially. Josh Allen, another – I know they played the Dolphins, but you got to beat up on the bad teams. We just talked about the with the Bengals. You have to beat up on bad teams, and that's what the Bills did. Josh Allen looks looks fine. The Bills are going to be fine going ahead. I got the Bucks falling. I know they lost, but I'm still staying with that Bucks team in the top five just because of the fact that they are not 100% healthy. When this team has everybody intact, this team – maybe other than the Rams, are the most complete team in all of the NFL. The Cardinals drop off. I said I, I didn't like the way they responded last last week on Thursday night. Had opportunities. Didn't look good throughout the game, but they still are legit in the NFC. Titans losing Derrick Henry, loses value and flavor to that team, but they're still going to be fine. They're going to win their division with ease. The Raiders, Huge loss today. Henry Ruggs looks like his NFL career could be coming. His short tenure as an NFL player could be coming to an end after involved in a fatal car accident, DUI, that he will be charged with a man, with manslaughter as well. So a death is involved. It's a shame. But you know what? What the hell are you doing out at 340 in the morning? Nothing ever good comes from being out after 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. You dumb people. Dumbass players. I don't understand it. You have everything and you want to waste it away. And then I want to close out with the Ravens. I still love Lamar Jackson. I still say with all those injuries, they're playing well. They're coming off the bye. We'll see how they play this week. But I know the last time we saw them, they got their rear ends kicked. 
And the surprise, the surprise, the New England Patriots, boy, oh boy, Mac Jones is playing well, the best rookie quarterback by far right now. And Bill Belichick's got something up his sleeve once again as he is creating some intrigue in New England once again and why he is considered the greatest coach of all time without re- for reasons. This Patriot team is getting good. This defense is playing well, and that offense starting to click with Mac Jones. Look out for the New England Patriots. That's my top 10. We got any reason but to uh, criticize? No, that's fine. Okay. It's all opinionated. Who am I to criticize? I well, we all like that. We all like that. We all have this. Joe, Joe, just saw a stat. The Giants' 10 penalties last night was the second most penalties they had this season, only to the week two game against Washington where they had 11. <laughs> Both games. They- <laughs> In the way, think about how they lost, too. Just, yep. just saying. So we'll get into Ted's list now. Me and Ted actually have the top three teams in the current NFL right now. Same three teams. Cardinals, okay. I have five. The top five are NFC. The next still five have are the Bengals. Okay. The, next, okay. the top five are the NFC. The next five are AFC. What do we think? The five teams in the NFC are much better than the AFC teams right now. When fully healthy and ready to go. Sorry, they're better. The only exception you I, can make. I I say the Bills can match up with anybody in the NFL. I almost no, no, not... I almost agree with you, Ted. What's your which one would you change? I have the Bills uh at number five. Buck six. And I have the Cowboys at six. So here's his top here's his top five, ten list for to just for since he's talking, yeah, I, think, about it. I think you got to move the Cowboys up. The re- I mean, I, I think the Cowboys, the Cowboys are definitely- right now. I'll tell you what, right? I, I've underestimated the Packers from from game one. Well, that's no, that's fine with the no, Packers. But- I think the Cowboys. Slow down. Let me get you there. <laughs> the Cardinals. Look, but one bad loss, dude. That's still a really great team. Yes, no, uh, you got to have the Rams ahead of them because they just beat them. But that's an easy one, two, three, and the Bucks are the Bucks. But the Bucks for the Bucks. I'm yeah. taking Tom Brady over Dak Prescott. Tell me I'm wrong. You're not. You're not wrong. But here's the thing: the, the other night with Cooper Rush, those are games in the past the Cowboys would have found a way to lose because the way they won. Team, yeah, the way they won. They're they're a different team this year. If you look at their team as a whole, there's no flaws. They have a playmaker at all three their levels. Defense is all right, but their defense, their defense. Well, no, they, they yeah, do listen, have a flaw. And his name is, is his name is Mike McCarthy, and Thank he's you. an idiot. And Thank so you. I'm going to take Bruce Arians and Tom Brady over Dak and Mike McCarthy yeah. for the time being. Thank well, that's you. why I had the yes. that's why I had the Cowboys too, and the Rams won because I said in our CMG podcast chat last night, and I forget who uh, one of the gentlemen who does our po- another podcast. I uh, said, so why do you have the Cowboys a chill? And I said, because I trust McVay over Mike McCarthy. But the Cowboys, listen, have – with Dak Prescott healthy, they have the best receivers. They have a great running game, two, uh, two, great two running backs. They have an offensive line that's solid. For the first time, their tight ends are producing. They have an impactful player on defense and Randy Gregory. They will get to Marcus Lawrence back. They have an impactful player linebacker, Michael Parsons, who might be the best linebacker in football already – Okay, and everyone didn't want him because he didn't do the right thing. All right, well, he could play football. Trevon Diggs is one of the best cornerbacks, and he's a playmaker. They Anthony Brown has played really good number two cornerback. They still have Van Der Esch. They still have playmakers, and if you watch that defense, they're quick, they're fast, and they have a good kicker in Zerline. 
and you like where they are going. They these are te- This is a team where in the past they would have lost one or two of the games. The Vikings game they would have lost, and they would have lost one of the other games just because it would have been a Dallas Cowboy. And you're like, how is Dallas four and three? That's why they're seven and one or six and one, six and one because they had to buy. But the Cowboys right now might be the best team in the NFL. You just no one no one wants to fully give them the credit they're due because you're just wondering when when the tumble is going to come because we're so used to it for the past 26 seasons, 25, 26 years. So, but either way, listen, we're going to find out soon enough. The Rams right now, I think we all three of us had the Rams at number one. I think they're the best overall team right now. The I couldn't put the Packers ahead of the Cowboys because I still think the Packers are flawed. I still think they're flawed. They still have have Rodgers. Anytime you have Rodgers, but the way, especially when he plays against Dallas, you know how he has magic always on Dallas in, in situations like that. My And I'm glad Joe brought that up. They do have a big flaw, the Dallas Cowboys. And I've said it too. It's Mike McCarthy. They're complete all around. Defensively, they have vastly improved with Dan Quinn. They look like a solid, not top 10 defense, but a, right in the pack of right there. They're right on. They're well, right I think there. they're probably top they're 10. Right there. They're, they're, okay, so they're probably right at that tier. Okay, top 10 tier list eight to ten but, but yeah i would okay that's fine but their offense we already know how great their offense is it's their my question comes down to i have no faith in mike mccarthy yeah but he hasn't screwed it up though you like you know, looking for I mean, he's, he's had situations where it, there still is issues coming down yeah, yeah. i mean but when, when, you're winning, when you're winning and you have you have the talent that surrounds your team you don't have to worry about those situations those those, those go unnoticed if they were to lose those games, then they'd be coming issues like we're having with New York. Joe, I'm surprised you didn't bring it up, but New York Giants. <laughs> That's what happens. With I'm the thinking it. <laughs> Don't think I'm not thinking it. Would you, Hey, Joe, I got to ask you one thing. Would you think I had the Raiders in the top 10? Are you surprised? I'm thrilled. You and I both have them at number I really, nine. I mean, that's I'm a legit really, team right there. I, I think the loss of Henry Ruggs now will be something that will go noticed from because anytime you lose a guy like that with speed, it's just that's unfortunate. Huge fan of Derek Carr, though. I think he's playing great. I mean, these teams, all in all, they're all great teams. And the trade I, I wouldn't have dared put the Patriots. I thought you two would have laughed me off the show. Uh, no, Joe, apparently, I'm, Joe, I'm, apparently I'm you're both on the mac and cheese train. I like it. Joe, I mean, Joe, I said, uh, Joe, I said to Trev last night, take away the first game of the season where they had a new where they had a new rookie quarterback and a late fumble on that by the running back. I forget. I think it was Damian Harris. They beat the Dolphins. Okay. They took the bucks to the woodshed and just at the end, just fell a little short. They took Dallas to the woodshed. And if it wasn't for the overtime uh, miscue at the end, they had them too. This team took, could easily be all six those... and one, seven and one. This is a team that you do not want to play down the stretch because Mac Jones is developing more confidence week in and week out. They got a great running game with multitude of guys that can run the ball. They got tight ends that can catch the ball, and their defense is sound. And yep. it and you have Belichick. And they here's the thing: they don't beat themselves. You have to they, beat them. Other than and the Dolphins, team yeah. that like. If other than the Ravens and Bills, what other team would you put third? I'd put the Patriots third. You got, what? You think the Bengals are better than the Patriots? Go line up on the Wild Card Weekend. Bet you the Patriots beat the Bengals. Bet you the Patriots beat Here, the Bengals. Here's, here's what I would say. They I bet they, they would beat I mean, every other, team. Other and then I'd the also ball. say watch out for the Steelers because they're the only team that scored less than 20 points a game. They're one of the worst offensive in football and they have a winning record. 
my thing would be final about the Patriots as they've taken those teams to the limit. They've literally, I mean, the Dolphins, yeah, that that was a blunder, but they've had blunders in the past, in the past couple of years like that. This is a team that's getting better. And I even said it on draft night when the steel, when the Patriots drafted Mac Jones, it was one of the steals of the draft alongside the Chicago bears with Justin Fields. I think those two are going to flourish. Just get the, get Justin Fields, a competent head coach, and he will flourish. No, Mac get Jones, him an offensive line. We'll get him an offensive get line too. Offensive Mac, line. Okay, but Matt Nagy's, yeah, I understand that. They need an offensive line drastically. Mac Jones is in the perfect situation. And for him to let it, for him, I don't know if he would have flourished and maybe San Fran. I don't know. We'll never know, but he's flourishing right now in New England, and it was a steal. And that's why I keep saying it was one of the better picks of the entire draft. Boy, San Fran's probably shaking their heads. They heard from fans. That's why you don't listen to fans. I know we criticized it, but don't listen to us. We're fools. That's why we call ourselves fans. What the hell do we know? They should have said, oh, let's take Trey Lance. They're going to really take Mac Jones? Well, listen, like I said all last year, if you think completing 75% of your passes in the SEC at the highest level of college football, anybody can do it, you're an idiot. I told you. Dude, don't forget, this kid was a junior. Okay, he could have stayed at Alabama another year. I thought that would have been in his best interest. But after 14 games as a starter, he proved he's legit. And I'll tell you what, I'll give you one more bold prediction. I think Mac Jones will end up being better than Joe Burrow. That is bold. Well, here's the thing. Well, talk, gonna, I mean, that's organizationally, you could say that because who's playing for the Bengals and who's playing for the Patriots. And the, the trust in the organization is a lot of the reason why these quarterbacks are who they are and how they become. That's what I mean. Would would Tom Brady be Tom Brady if he didn't go to the Patriots and didn't play we'll for Bill know. Belichick and, and, and Drew Bledsoe never gets hurt? We never know. The same thing with Lou Gehrig. If Wild Pip didn't want the damn day off, who knows if we ever hear about Will Garrett? But he wanted a day yeah. of rest, and he never got his job back again. That's, um, that's the hey. story. That's the story of the NFL. Listen, one man's loss is another man's gain, dude. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, if Wally Pip had a Gatorade before that game, you might not know who Lou Gehrig is. Yes, yeah, <laughs> or the Yankees. That's a, that's a that's a bold that's a bold prediction right that's there. A bold, but, that's a bold that's, move, Brian. That's a bold picture. That's a that's definitely a bold prediction. But hey. There's years to make decisions on that, and we'll see how it goes out. We'll see how it plays out. We'll be talking Friday, midseason recap. Biggest disappointments, biggest surprise. Is Mac Jones the rookie of the year? There's some good cases for offensive rookie of the year. How about defensive rookie of the year, MVPs? And maybe we'll maybe change. Looks like we're going to have to change our Super Bowl predictions because it doesn't look like that's going to be the case for a repeat Super Bowl. We'll We'll see. Could we have new World Series champions tonight in the Atlanta Braves, or will we see the best words in sports game seven for the World Series? We'll talk about that. We'll we'll have to end up discussing that maybe in the end. Maybe we will. If the Astros win, I don't think we're talking about it. Screw the Astros. Anyways, we are Keys to the City. We're streaming all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. To the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information. Facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.